Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wal Aqibatil Muttaqeen Wal Aqidwana Illa Ala Dhalimeen Wa Ashadu An La Ilaha Illa Allah Wahdahu La Sharika Lah Wa Ashadu Anna Muhammadan Abduhu Wa Rasooluh Sallallahu Alayhi Wa Ala Alihi Wa Ashabihi Wa Man Da'a Bida'watihi Wa Stanna Bi Sunnati Ila Yawmiddin Wa Sallam Tasliman Kathira Amma Ba'd فيقول الحق سبحانه أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وآمنوا برسوله يؤتكم كفلين من رحمته ويجعل لكم نورا تمشون به ويغفر لكم والله غفور رحيم All praise are due to Allah, Lord of the worlds and surely the best reward ultimately is for those who have the consciousness of Allah and surely there is no negativity or animosity except for the oppressor. And I bear witness that Allah is one and has no partners. And that Muhammad, the son of Abdullah, is his servant and his last messenger. And may Allah always and constantly send peace and blessings to Muhammad, to his family, to his companions, and to all those who call to his way and establish his sunnah to the day of judgment. As to what follows, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed in the last testament, the last revelation to humanity, not just to the Arabs of the Arabian Peninsula, but to all of the people of the world. Allah has revealed in His glorious book, O you who believe, have the consciousness of Allah and believe in His Messenger. Allah will give you a double portion, kiflaini. He will give you a double portion of His mercy. And He will provide for you a light by which you will walk on the straight path. And He will forgive you. And Allah is the Lord of great bounty. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals to us, to the believers in all points in history, that the bottom line for a Muslim, for one who submits to the Creator, is to strengthen that belief in the Creator and to consolidate it with an active belief in the last messenger, Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him. And with that as a foundation, there are two blessings that Allah will give, two forms of mercy that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will actually give two portions given to the believers and also given to, to, to those who establish that as their foundation He will give them light to walk amongst the people and this is a very important verse for us especially in these times of chaos and darkness that we are living in in the world and when we look around us at the tremendous changes that we are going through, the major refugee crises in the world, the changing of the environment, the economies in many parts of the world falling apart, the elections happening right here now, we are at a doorstep. The winter season about to come back. And for those creatures in the natural world, they are now gathering together 
uh, food, preparing themselves for a cold winter. And it is said that the snow may even begin to hit us in the GTA uh, this weekend. And so we're at the doorstep of a mighty change. The chaos continues. And Masjid al-Aqsa, the third of the great harems, the great place of the Anbiya, is being desecrated. And the land around it is being desecrated. And that continues on, and we are all witnesses to this. And so it is a very serious time of crisis. And many might feel that with this crisis happening, how can it be happening to Muslims? How is this possible for a crisis like this to strike the believers in the last messenger? But we have to realize that the Prophet Muhammad lived in a time of great crisis. And although he was the best of humanity, the leader of the prophets, in the first 13 years of his life, he was surrounded, his followers were tortured, they were driven out of their homes because they believed in one God, and because they broke down racial differences, tribal differences between people, they broke down economic differences. And because of this, they were driven literally out of their homes and forced to migrate to another land. Forced to leave their ancestral area to go to a part of the world. They were not sure of this part of the Arabian Peninsula. But they migrated, they made the change for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so when the great leaders of Islam under the second uh, Khalifa Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu anh, wanted to decide on a calendar, what can be a beginning point for us? How do we begin our year? The Persians begin their year in a way. The Romans begin their year. The people of the solar calendar begin their year. How can we begin? It was agreed upon unanimously that we will begin after the hijrah. After the migration, after the point of weakness, to the point where Muslims could live in freedom with justice. So there's something very important of the concept of freedom and justice with having our Islam complete. And so we recognize now, alhamdulillah, and we thank Allah that we have made this transition into the new Islamic year, the month of Muharram. 1437 years after the Hijrah. This long period of time, and believers now are all over the planet with the potential now to do something major in the world. And the Prophet ﷺ, after he reached this abode, this home, this Dar es Salaam, this place of peace, and established himself and was accepted by the people as the ruler ruling for the Creator, he was under attack. And so in the Medina period, it was not a, a period of peace, it was not a period of quietness, but it was a time when waves of people came to try to put out the light. Battle of Beda, Battle of Uhud, Battle of the Trench, the Ahzab coming, the threat of a hundred thousand Romans coming from the north. 
constant waves, constant waves coming down upon the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him. And sometimes, and it is said, when they reached the battle of the trench, when the Quraysh were just on the other side of a trench, and the weather was cold, and the word had gotten out that they would be able to come in the southern part, it was so difficult, the time was so difficult, that it is said their hearts were in their throat. They could literally feel their hearts in their throat. And this is a high level of fear and insecurity. And in this time Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed, and we need to reflect upon this ourselves, because this ver- these verses and Surah Al-Fusilat are not just for them. They're an example to us now, feeling pressure all around the world, feeling that people are even demonizing in our loved, beloved country here, in Canada, that we came here for peace, feeling that we are being demonized in this country. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed in Surah Al-Fusilat in verses 30 to 33, A'udhu billahi minash-shaytan ar-rajim, Inna ladhina Allah revealed these, this eternal message which speaks directly to us now as we feel the pressure upon us. What does a believer do at this point in time? Allah told us, as for those who say, our Lord is Allah. And then they continue in the right way, the angels descend upon them, saying, fear not, nor be sad or grieved, and receive good news of paradise that you were promised. We are the guardians in this world's life and in the hereafter. And you shall have therein what your souls desire. And you shall have therein what you ask for. A provision from the forgiving, the merciful. And who is better in speech than he who calls to Allah and then continues with righteous deeds and says, surely I am from the Muslims. I am from those who submit to the Creator. The Prophet ﷺ also showed the believers with his actions, with his life, be positive, be optimistic. As Allah said, وَأَبْشِرُوا بِالْجَنَّةِ الَّتِي كُنْتُمْ تُوَعَدُونَ Abshiru, have glad tidings that no matter what happens, that you are promised paradise. If you stay on this path, you are promised paradise. And therein, your hearts will get whatever they desire. And it is said that when the people enter paradise, the Prophet ﷺ has informed us, when they enter paradise, and they enjoy the blessings of paradise, they will literally forget all of the hardships that they had inside of this world. 
Because this is eternal life. This is not for a short period of time. This is eternal life. And when people enter the hellfire, well, they will suffer to an extent that they will forget all of the pleasures, the rich of the richest, the 1% controlling the world, flying around the world to Switzerland, flying to the, to, the, to the West Indies, flying to the China, eating what they want. They will forget all of their pleasures in this world. The Prophet ﷺ said to those who are suffering, to reminding us who we are, he said, "Ajaban li amr al-mu'min, inna amrahu kulluhu lahu khayr, wa laysa thalika li ahadin illa lil-mu'min. In asabahu sarra, shakara fakana khayran lah, wa in asabahu darra, sabara fakana khayran lah." Rawahu Muslim. The Prophet ﷺ said, "How wonderful are the affairs of a believer? In all of them are good." Things, there's goodness in everything for a believer. And this is something which cannot be found except in a believer. Then the Prophet ﷺ continued and he said, If he is blessed with prosperity, good times, he gives thanks. And it becomes a source of goodness for him. And if he is blessed with difficulty, or if he is struck with difficulty, with calamity, then he has patience and it becomes a source of goodness for him. So in both situations, sarra darra, good times, bad times, it will all turn to goodness for a believer who is thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and who is also patient when the difficulty comes. Oh, you who believe, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed to us in Surah Al-Fusilat, He will give the believers nuran, tamshuna bihad, He will give you light to walk with. And light is that which dispels the darkness, the ability to go to the truth, to follow the truth, to stand behind people who are truthful. And this year, this time of year that we are going in, is the time where we need to have truth. We need to be straightforward in our understandings. Because there are many signals coming to at us. Especially in the northern countries. The fall season is the time when the crops are ripened for the last time. And so the squash and the pumpkins and the animals and the th things that the blessings of this world are so much and the native people the first nations people in this part of the world at this time of the year would have special thanksgiving thanksgiving is not a european tradition here in this part of the world we need to stand for the truth even the food of the thanksgiving the turkey is an american bird the squash and the pumpkins are american products the cranberry is American product. Potatoes originated here in the Americas. Tomatoes originated here in the Americas. Corn, which saved much of the world, originated here in the Americas. And when they look at it honestly, they find that half of the major products of the world 
came from this part of the world. And so it is a positive thing to give thanks. It's a positive thing. And we gave thanks. We got together those who could with their families. And you don't have to have a halal turkey. But those who had a halal turkey had a halal turkey. But we give thanks as we always do. We give thanks on the Jumu'ah day. We give thanks on the Eid day. And we gave thanks. That is a tradition of the First Nations people. And that is a positive thing. And so we need to be able to relate to people in positive things. But the negative things which come in this season, especially for the younger generation, for our students who are here, the negative things that happen at this time is that on the night of the 31st of October, in Europe, and then in many parts of the world, they felt it was the celebration of evil, an evil force called Samhain. Well, Iyadu Billah. And they believed that evil spirits were around the land. And so in order to protect themselves from the evil demons in the land, they put on a mask. They masked themselves. And they also made sacrifices. And so it was a time of evil and those evil cults, well, Iyadu Billah, use this as their celebration. October 31st night is their celebration night. And so a Muslim said, well I'm in Canada, can I not have trick-or-treat? Can I not have Halloween? We're in Canada. But the fact that we are in Canada does not mean you follow everything in Canada. Nuran tamshuna bihi, the light to separate what is right from what is wrong. But he said, no, I will dress up and trick-or-treat. Uh, I will dress up uh, like a haji. I will be a sultan and trick-or-treat. And I'll still do my trick-or-treat. No matter how you dress up, it doesn't make a difference because it is an evil night. And it is a dangerous night. And there is no compromise with evil because Allah told us that shaitan is aduwun mubin. He is an open enemy. And so we take a strong stance against this. Don't be ashamed. Remember what Allah said. وَمَنْ أَحْسَنُ قَوْلًا مِمَّنْ دَعَى إِلَى اللَّهِ وَعَمِلَ صَالِحًا وَقَالَ إِنَّنِي مِنَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ Who is better in speech than one who calls to Allah, does righteous deed and said, I'm a Muslim. So when you see your friends, you say, I'm a Muslim. I don't follow the devil. I don't believe in this. I stand for what is good. Remember what Allah said. You believe, you say, my Lord is Allah, ثُمَّ Then I am a good person. I try to do, to do that which is good and that which is right. And that protects us from being two-faced. One face in the masjid, another face in the mall. Because the Prophet ﷺ said, تَجِدُ مِن شِرَارَ النَّاسِ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ ذَا الْوَجْهَيْنِ the Prophet ﷺ said, You will see the most evil, despicable person in the eyes of Allah on the Day of Judgment is the person with two faces. They have one face for one group and another face for another group. Two faces. Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhumah, he said there were three people in Quraysh they were the best of people. They had the best character. 
When you speak to them, they do not accuse you of telling lies. They don't suspect you. And when they speak to you, they tell you the truth. Straight. Abu Bakr as-Siddiq, Uthman ibn Affan, and Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah, radiallahu anhu. Straightforward. They stand for the truth. They tell you the truth. They are straightforward for al-haq. And they do not suspect other people. They do not feel evil about other people. And so at this very critical point, we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to the blessing He has given us with the Qur'an in this time of crisis and decision. And we remember that we should always stand up for our Islam. Do not be ashamed to be Muslim. This is a time for us and younger generation coming up, we have large numbers in the GTA. And we need to have be recognized in the GTA. So we need not be afraid to go out. And if there is an evil force, then if we have to go out, we will vote, bring down the evil force. And the, and the fuqaha say, if, you, if there is a ruler who has good and evil, you have to stand up and say something. You have to st stand up. You don't walk away and bury your head in the sand. Because they say there's like a bird, an ostrich with his head in the sand. He thinks he's hiding underground. But the rest of his body, everybody can see it. So we need not be ostriches burying our heads under the ground. If there is a greater evil, it is the decision of Shaykh al-Islam, Ibn Taymiyyah, and many of the great ulama. It is a way to uh, maslaha, to gain benefit for the community, and to protect from mafsada, from corruption. So we protect from the corruption. Stand up and make your choice for what is right. And I don't need to tell you what is going on outside. We all know. And we need to stand up for what is right and, and bring it down and try to work with the lesser of the evils. Some differences of opinion, but at least we can work with them. That we do this and we stand up as a community. And we don't accuse other people. Don't suspect other people. And if we are the ones who are spoken to, we tell them the truth. As Allah told us, وَمَنْ أَحْسَنُ قَوْلًا مِمَّنْ دَعَى إِلَى اللَّهِ وَعَمِلَ صَالِحًا وَقَالَ إِنَّنِي مِنَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ And who is better in speech than one who calls to Allah and then does righteousness and says, Surely I am from the Muslims. أَقُولُ قَوْلِ هَذَا وَأَسْتَقْفُوا لَعْلِي وَلَكُمْ وَلِسَائِلِ مُسْلِمِينَ مِنْ كُلِّ ذَنْبٍ إِسْتَغْفِرُوا إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ الحمد لله الواحد الأحد الفرد الصمد الذي لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد وأصلي وأسلم على خاتم الأنبياء ومرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين وبعد فيا عباد الله تقول الله حيثما كنتم ويقول صلى الله عليه وسلم إن لكل أمة فتنة وفتنة أمتي المال every nation has a trial and a test the trial and test of this nation is wealth. May Allah help us to be thankful and to spend our wealth in the right cause. وَيَقُولَ الْحَقْ سُبْحَانَ مُخْبِرًا وَآمِرًا 
ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم على عبدك ورسولك محمد وعلى اله واصحابه اجمعين ورد الله عن الخلفاء الراشدين ابو بكر عمر عثمان وعلي وانا برحمتك يا ارحم الراحمين الحمد لله الذي هدانا لهذا وما كنا لنهتدي لولا هدانا الله ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد اذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمه انك انت الوهاب ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الابرار اللهم اعز الاسلام والمسلمين اللهم اعز الاسلام والمسلمين اللهم اعز الاسلام والمسلمين وذل الشرك والمشركين ودمر اعداء الدين وانصر عبادك يا رب العالمين اللهم اغفر للمسلمين والمسلمات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات الاحياء منهم والاموات برحمتك يا ارحم الراحمين عباد الله يرحمكم الله ان الله يامر بالعدل والاحسان وايتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون اقيموا الصلاه